Welcome to Centered Sunday with your host, Sheree Shai Holmes. I am the business doula, and I love helping ambitious, spiritually-minded women monetize their purpose, navigate solo business development, and break their financial glass ceilings. And we have, as a special guest today, Dr. Lorene. So welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Hello. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, Sharice, for having me. I really appreciate this. You're welcome. I'm glad we were able to finally get this locked in <laughs> this time. <Fine>. Right <laughs> yeah. All right. So can you start off and just share with us, you know, about your business and who you serve? So I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I've been in this field for over 10 years. And my target audience is this trauma-based audience because I have so much background and experience in that area personal and uh, with dealing with clients with trauma. And I, I'm also an author and I'm also a mind shift coach. So I help people with changing and negating those negative thoughts because that's what uh, holds a lot of people back from pursuing their purpose, from moving forward in life. So those are, those are my passions. Yes. Okay. I love that. You said you you focus on helping clients that are trauma-based um, and also mindset shifting, which is one of my favorite things to talk about and discuss. So we're definitely yeah. going to unpack that. But tell us what made you decide to go into this specific area of expertise? Because um, obviously it's not something we just wake up and be like, I want to go into trauma. <laughs> so share your journey into that with us. Yeah, like, you know what, like literally people in the healing or helping profession, such as myself, like literally they say statistically, I want to say 70% or more have okay. gone through traumatic experiences themselves. So okay. it to the other side of it, they want to help other people overcome their trauma. And that is what propelled me to, you know, become passionate about this particular field. And I am constantly growing and like learning more about this field as we speak. So, yeah. Wow, that's powerful. I think having someone who's been able to go through it, especially as a Black woman with our unique experiences and overall journey in life, having someone that can advocate for you in those moments makes a huge, huge difference. And I've shared with the tribe before, I've done like grief counseling and stuff. I think it's just different when people don't understand where you're coming from because they don't know why your family operates that way versus there's just some common cultural things that we all share uh, depending on like how you were raised. And I think that it makes, you know, a greater impact in therapy overall when you have someone who can relate or connect to you. So thank you so much for just taking that space and, you know, owning it. So okay. you said you are an author and I love seeing you post about it. So can you tell us about your latest book? Oh my gosh, Unapologetically Resilient. It is a guide through getting through trauma and basically becoming resilient. And I just love this book. I'm so, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so happy about the response. Like the people that, that are like, I needed to read this book. Like you literally spoke into my life. It's like you and God were like, just walking with me and telling me, look, I need to do this, this and that. And I'm like, just me sharing my personal stories and turning around and helping so many other people. That is what's so like intrinsically mm -hmm. um for me. <laughs> I love that. So tell, like, give us some teasers. What a couple like chapter titles to like give us a little appetizer oh. of what you got in oh. there. Like, so, oh my gosh, like, 
so everything I wrote about in this book, literally, I felt like I went, I, of course I went through, but right. Some, like, so, okay. So trauma on the brain, relationship, mm-hmm. self-care versus self-love. Um, we have religion versus spirituality because for a long time, those two, <laughs> and I know so many people oh, that are yes. like, struggling like, okay, which way, you know, what direction? Birds of the feather flock together. That's another chapter that I absolutely love. Stop blaming God and start thinking God. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it just reminded me when you said that of my personal adult tantrums that I've had with God. <laughs> And you know what, like, we learned through our experiences that, like, even in the bad ones, God was with us all along. And sometimes we feel like he was against us. It's like, okay, God, why did you allow me to go through this? And why aren't they going through this? Right. But his, the whole time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's definitely me. Like, why me, God? Like, why? They not even having to go through any of this, God. So get the book, right? If we want to work through that going to change your life like it's changed so many people's lives and it's just I just think that's beautiful so what the one that intrigued me to share like a little bit was trauma in the brain yes what explain unpack let us know yes so trauma has a significant impact on the brain and and matter of fact like depending on what age you experience the trauma a lot of people are still at that age and this is why you see adults acting out in an immature manner because they still haven't got, gone past that trauma. Mm-hmm. So it's not unlikely for a 35 year old to act almost 15 mm-hmm. because in that, in that high school year or state, they had that trauma. So in understanding that you start to understand people and understanding how they unpack, or if you, ha- if you um, had trauma at a very young age, you may develop really late because mm-hmm. you mind is still in that trauma and the regions of the brain that the trauma affects is the hippocampus of course because that's like memory in the amygdala so your emotions are affected yeah so so it's it's it's, it takes a long time to reach emotional intelligence because you know the neuroplicity in your brain changes with experiences so you start to you have to learn how to put positive experiences in front of you to change that trauma or you're going to be stuck in that trauma state Okay. So how would I identify like that is an area like eight-year-old Sharice went through this traumatic situation. Like how would I even know that I have, so to speak, like arrested development? Yeah. This small area of my life when I'm like, you know, I'm paying my own bills. I'm a healthy, mature adult. Like, How do you identify that? It manifests itself in different ways. Like, so you may be um, showing progression in your work. You may be, you, you may be able to pay your bills, but in relationships, you may be suffering, right? Because yeah. the decisions you're making aren't rational. Trash. All trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're still functioning in that mind state, that trauma mind state, you know? Um, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, it, it does show itself um, one way or another. People say, oh, people act like they have it under control, but it's like, it'll show itself. Like, wait a minute. I don't have it under control. I'm, you know, like I. yeah okay so is there can you give us a self-assessment or do you have an assessment like on your website or something that we can connect with to to identify whether or not this you know what so I do it personally with each of my clients okay um I like to build a rapport first I think that's so important because I want my client to trust me and trust that I'm what I'm showing them is you know is effective and then we do the assessment if I see something I'll, I'll um show them and pull it out so they'll be able to tie the knot and see it too. Cause they're like, wait a minute. Okay. You're right. This is why I react the way I'm reacting because 
because of this, I haven't healed from this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's so amazing because in, in, in effect, you're kind of like being a mirror for your, yeah. your client because like, we can't really do that kind of work alone. I've never been able to pass those traumatic experiences, sometimes requiring two to three people <laughs> right? to help me work through that. So I don't have these like, um, cycles. Cool. Yeah. And and so for me, the way I've been able to identify moments where I had a traumatic experience and it wasn't necessarily showing the healing that I would have expected, it's usually because I'm noticing like a cycle or a pattern that keeps repeating itself. And like you said, that's how I never attached that language to it. But like you said, it's some like you had that traumatic experience where you're eight or 12 or whatever. And so mentally, emotionally, even spiritually, psychologically, you're yeah. stuck in that place. And so you right. just keep repeating it, trying to heal it with the same idiots. Yeah. <laughs> idiots that happened right. when you were 12. They let you think it's because if you change partners, I'm getting over this problem, but it's, it's manifested differently in a different body form. It's like, unless you heal from that, you won't change the type of people you bring into your life. And yeah. I have that book outline, mm-hmm. you know, um, okay. love, love, you know? Yes, yes. And then I think <laughs> diving into when you're saying religion versus spirituality, I don't know if this is exactly what you wrote, but <laughs> right. I'm thinking about how a lot of times we'll be like binding this and loosening this and binding that. And then you're like, actually this is a cycle or a pattern that I'm repeating that's attracting these people and I don't really bind it like I'm the thing that needs to be loose be <laughs> right because a lot of times we like to like it's like we think it's, it's in our outer selves that we need to change yeah, but yeah. it's in our inner selves that we have to work on and we have to shift and change mm-hmm. in order to attract what we want you know we think it's everybody else then after a while you're like okay it can't be everybody else you gotta look in the mirror and say okay it's me why am I attracting okay right this individual yeah so yeah so so the religion versus spirituality like weave that in how does that help or what role does that play you know in our lives especially when it comes to resilience oh my goodness it plays a major role because spirituality and religion itself it teach it helps us it gives us hope right so when with spiritual spirituality and religion and in my book i outline religion as Sometimes it can be really harsh. And this is why a lot of people steer away from um, churches because they feel like they're judged. It's a lot of condemnation, but that's not what God teaches. But this is what I feel like a lot of churches preach. So, But with spirituality, it teaches like inner healing, forgiveness, and there's hope. And so this is where like- A lot lot of grace. (laughs) A lot of grace. A lot more grace. Yeah, yeah. Less condemnation. (laughs) Yeah. So and like my background, like I have background in Catholic, I went to Catholic school and then I was going to a Baptist church at the same time. And then I'm Haitian. So I grew up with like all types of spiritual stuff, growing up with stories about voodoo and all that. So all that's in my book. So that all together, I feel like I'm well-rounded with spirituality and brought me closer to God because I know like he's real. If there's ba- people out here doing bad things to hurt people. There's good people out here doing good things. Right. Well, but like re- resiliency um, we have to understand that God is on our side and we don't have someone higher than us to look up to and to someone that we could say, okay, he is helping me, guiding me along, hearing his voice, things like that. That's why I think, feel like people are lost 
because they don't have that guidance. Right. Yeah. They don't have that guidance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't have a shepherd and you're just, we're just like out here being lost sheep, kind of like being led astray by the latest, you know, toy, (laughs) the latest thing in our faith. Like they, they, like they look to people on like Instagram or social media sometimes and they're just so misguided. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you, the only person that you need to really be guided by, you know, I'm not saying that God didn't put place us coaches and counselors in place to help people, but understand that God's the only one that's the perfect man, right? Exactly. So just follow him, follow God and he will bring the right people into your lives. Mm-hmm. But that's where resiliency comes into. Like he will, he's, you understand that he's in it all along. It's going to help you become resilient. Understand that there's going to be more negative things that's going to come in your life, but you're going to be prepared to prepare for it because he brought you out of other things. Yes, exactly. Um, I, I would say like when I first started out, I was calling my business the resilient me, right? Because mm-hmm. I have, you know, stories of trauma and things that I had overcome. And like you said, at the end of the day, if it wasn't for the Lord <laughs> who was on my side, <laughs> where would I be? Like literally my resilience came because it was rooted in my spiritual connection to God. And literally right. I would have, and I feel like it's the old church mother. <laughs> right. Did you know because Baptist church? Yeah. If it wasn't for the Lord, like literally, I know that there are specific times where I felt like I was having an emotional and mental breakdown. And if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, kind of like just capturing me and helping me keep it and hold it together and then undo all of the things that I had. So yeah. I mean, let's be honest, sometimes people do do things to you, but sometimes we you elect to them. engage. We give it permission. Yes, so, we do. The Holy Spirit is like, okay, uh, let me come in, breathe, treat, <laughs> let's right. start unpacking this one thing at a time, and let's get you healed and let's get you whole. But yeah, my resilience is a hundred percent based on the fact that I have a relationship with God. I would not have been able to to be where I am today without that. So, and then you know, ahead. a lot of people have like that church hurt too, right? Whoa. So <laughs> that is a more away from God. Like you know, so you have to learn how to disassociate yourself from the people and focus on God. Like this is the, that's so important. And that's in my book too, because when, when you're dealing with trauma and you feel like, okay, I don't even have the church. Like, where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. And that's where you have to lean on you and God. And that's what that, that, and that spirituality, that's literally what spirituality teaches. Like it's between you and God. Right. That relationship. Cause that relationship. the thing is, like you just said, the church didn't hurt you. People but hurt you. Hurt. And you got to learn how to separate the two. Like, yeah. it's not like God was in that person and God was like, yeah, go get them. You know? exactly. Like you're holding God accountable for human beings but, that will fail yeah. themselves. And if I'm failing myself, of course, I'm going to fail you. You absolutely. And I think we put so much stock in people and that that is what hurts us. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's exactly what I outlined in spirituality versus religion, because I was I, I played victim to that. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going through all this. And then on top of it it seems like i'm trying to get closer to god but the enemy will use people to push you away so you think okay so in the church with people and it's not it's two different things of course hurt what do where where do hurt people go hurt people go to the hospital they go to church because they're trying to find a healing in both areas right so i mean (laughs) sick people i don't mean sick like weirdos you know what i mean 
Yeah. They're in the church house with you. Right. You are in there for a reason. Right. Just they're in there for a reason. We are reason. all healed and whole. All trying to get fixed. So like, okay, are you really over here trying to get guidance from someone that's really sick, just like you? Like, come on now. Right. You need to look up. Don't be looking next to you. Stuff next to you. Look up. It's so <laughs> true. It's so true. <laughs> I have to say, so I grew up in church like you. My parents yes. were in Catholic school. Um, but we were non-denominational, so more leaning more on the Pentecostal side. Right. Um, and then my dad uh, grew up like Kojic. So Church of God in Christ. Um, but what I will say with that is my parents are pastors. <clears throat> my dad is so, too. Oh, yeah. yay, PK. <laughs> yes. So, so I've seen levels of outright foolishness, let's just say. And yes. then the pastor's <laughs> kids, which you know, we get attacked even more than like the normal person that's going to church. And yeah. Perfect. Like what y'all, you know, what are y'all doing? Right. Exactly. And it's yeah. like, no, my dad walks on clouds. I don't. Okay. Right. <laughs> not quite there yet. Please don't. Got me twisted. <laughs> <laughs> like I am a child going through my teenage years. Like, give me a break. You know, I remember one time like kind of like not exactly like this but I wanted to wear this this uh top that the shoulder was cut off you know so like like the shirt comes across here this, this whole shoulder would have been out like that right so when I tried to do that they had a huge fit talked about me like it was I, even yeah, yeah. Girl, you dressed top and dead down girl and with the longest skirt ever <laughs> and no pants I just <laughs> Yeah, so, you know I, I'm tatted up, so you know you already know that's an abomination. Oh my! Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually had a friend, like my sister and I were about to get tattoos, matching tattoos. And I was right. telling a friend, "Is you know, saved." And it, it, my friend was like, "Oh, you look goofy. Like that's the devil." And this and this and that. And I was like, "Oh, God. Yeah. okay. Let's open up your word. Let me teach you." But let me get back to it we could go on and on about church stuff but the thing is we made a choice that even in all of the foolishness and all of the moments of the enemy like the enemy I think specifically pastor's kids uh minister's kids or whatever he he wants to rob them of their seed he has it out for us more than (laughs) some other people because we can carry that lineage and legacy and it doesn't have to be carried in the same way of like standing on the pulpit and preaching but like you said the ministry of healing that's one of the gifts of the bible that is actually pluralized right right it says gifts of healing right so that means there's more than one and the elements that you're working in even like in the way that i'm working it, it it gives us the opportunity to still um exhibit who god is yeah. In this form, in this specialty, and in this fashion, so it's very powerful. And I'm, I'm just sending you love <laughs> as one uh, PK to a next because I girl. know it's a fight. A lot of my PK friends, girl, not in church at all, just right. like, out there doing their own thing. So yeah. Yeah. the fact that you made it and your heritage, your Haitian heritage, on top of that, can you? How did you do, like, how did you navigate that? Because, girl, that stuff has me scared, the voodoo. Is... <laughs> Can you talk about that a little bit? Lord <laughs> alone had me shook. Like, you know, people will engage in the rituals. I'm not even, I'm not even interested in that because yeah, I don't want to be around that. And you know what? I don't want, 
So if people do that, I don't want to say that I'm judging. It's just not for yeah. me. Yeah, I understand. It's just not for me at all. Um, but I do know that there's a bulk of people that do it for negative reasons. Mm. Jealousy. It could be, you know, being envious of somebody's life, trying to take that away from them. Wow. Um, yeah, just all types of stuff. Um, and it's not uncommon for the person that's trying to hurt the other person to get bad luck as well. Right. It comes back. It comes returning it comes back to sender. You. It returns to sender. Yeah. yeah I don't know why they think that the doing devil work they're gonna get uh glorified, honey. No, he don't like you either. <laughs> right? Like do you and think he's down too? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't know what y'all doing, but anyway, I don't mess with that. So yeah. Um, but just learning, knowing that and knowing that that stuff works, right? So there's people doing like satanic stuff and it's hurting other people. Like just, just know that there's God, God is real. Like he's out here doing right. good for you too. Right. So why, why not be on the good side? Exactly. That's where I want to be. On yeah. The holy side. yeah. <laughs> I, want exactly. I want the good stuff come back on me. I don't want that bad stuff. Yeah. I'm just not going to dabble. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to no, I'm good. And, and then not to say, like, I, I hear there's people that use it to, like, heal the sick and all that. I don't know. I've never heard of those. I've never heard that either. I guess we just hear the bad, but uh-huh. I'm not interested in that. I just believe in one God and yeah. I'm good with him. Yeah. We're done with that. I'm, I'm with you. We're on the same page. <laughs> I don't want, no. I'm not about to eat nothing, no, what y'all do dancing and they, they be doing weird stuff. To me, that's weird. I don't want to Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> you have to have a conversation. I feel like this Girl, is- I love my culture, though. I love my culture. World I, just, I agree with some aspects of my culture, and I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Cool with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You have, you have so much, um, such a rich culture and history like that yeah. is in you, and that's amazing I- that you can even look back and say you have that, because, you know, a lot of us don't have it, so... Hey, right. Just being able to know where you come from and even navigating the Catholic faith, you know, the Baptist and yeah. the cultural aspects of who you are makes for great depth. Of right. Who you are. And I think if anybody had to write about religion and spirituality, you definitely <laughs> are qualified. So, it's been a part of me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So if anybody is looking for assistance or help, y'all get the book. Tell us the name of the book one more time. Unapologetically Resilient. Yes. Okay. And where can we go get the book? You can get it from Amazon or you can DM me and I can get you an autograph copy. Okay. And you're going on tour soon, right? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm going on tour soon. Yes. So um, I'm not going to go to Texas this weekend, but I'm definitely going to hit up Atlanta, Georgia. That is going to be May 1st. Yeah. So that's where I'm excited. Yes. All right, so you guys go check out her Instagram page because she's actually posting the information of where she's going to be and yeah. what dates. And y'all just go up and be like, hey, I heard you on Centered Sunday with the business. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story. She's literally going all over. So she might be in your state soon. I'm excited. So out. <laughs> yes. All right, so let's, let's talk about business. Okay. How did you move from making this a career to making this your business? Share your journey, your entrepreneurial. Oh goodness! So I always, I always, my mom always instilled in me the importance of having your own business, like literally writing your own checks. Because she built a house, a huge house in Haiti, and she said she couldn't have done that with a nine to five. Mm-hmm. So she 
had her own business where she was able to just put the money aside, just like to build this huge like house that is just like the bomb, literally like over the lake. So she always is still like, always like aim for having your own business. So I just wanted to make sure that I was in a place, of course, like spiritually, financially, and this experience wise, because I've been in the field for so long that I was ready and prepared to um, have the business. And I was, I had a plan. So I mapped it out, but yes. Getting to this side, I won't say it's easy. Yeah, of course not. No way. <laughs> this is not for the week. Like I am, but yeah, but it's so worth it. It's worth it. And I'm still growing and still learning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I have a couple of businesses. We have, my husband and I has a photography business. Then we have the book. That's a business in itself. Yeah. The coach and then the counseling. So it's like a lot and like still working. I'm still working. Uh-huh. Like, so this is not... <laughs> <laughs> I look tired and you're yeah. a mom yeah and being a mom right <laughs> mom wife I, like this is just yeah so yeah self-care all the way <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. so let's talk about how you manage that like what does your schedule look like when you're mm-hmm. you know dedicating time for counseling coaching the book um, yeah. the photography business husband and baby like how do you handle that it has to structure. Like if you have to have intentional time set aside for each thing mm-hmm. and like a planner, my, my planner is like my life. Like I have to, it has to be scheduled, mm-hmm. like literally even scheduling date nights for the family. Okay. Family. Like just so they're not, cause in, in business, you could, it's easy to kind of forget about them. You just, you're just doing the day to day. It is like you picking up from school, make sure they eat, help them with homework, go to bed, like turn around the weekend you're just working like no like you really have to like structure your time family time mm-hmm. of course your clients have their set schedules and then you have to have like your business time like as long as you're organized and you put you sometimes you have to even like make sure you put self-care this is my day for self-care in your planner because you can forget that you can forget all of it and just be everything just flowing all together and you're just exhausted like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what's one of your tips to just avoid like exhaustion and burnout um managing yeah. juggling all of that I think you have to really love what you do mm-hmm. um and know the end goal for yourself because if you're in your purpose and your passion passion you will rarely have burnout when you have burnout is when you're like just not happy in what you're doing mm-hmm. um but if you are feeling burnout just literally give yourself permission just to have self-care like give yourself like two three days go on a vacation um and when you're having that self-care, do not bring your work with you. Like, that means turn off your phone because you know Uh-oh. clients. So why are you trying to get your nails done and your phone is on and you know you're going to be looking at your emails, checking your emails, getting your toes in? That's not, that's not self-care, ma'am. So shut the phone off. <laughs> that's what we call multitasking. <laughs> A lot of people do that and be like, okay, well, I did do my nails. No, you didn't. You got, you did, you did work. Yeah. You did. <laughs> And you just let somebody else touch your feet or your hands <laughs> while you were still working. Yeah, you weren't engaged in the moment. So yeah, yeah. I, and that's something I had to learn for myself because like I will multitask. Like if I can get something done while I'm getting something else done, I would do it. I'm like, okay. Exactly. I can get my- yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. Okay, thank you for sharing that part um, so we can have clarity to just yeah. really embrace and release ourselves to the moment uh, yeah. to avoid that burnout. So 
Let's talk about procrastination because I feel like you would have some insight on that. Yeah. Is the moment where you are getting exhausted, but Mm -hmm. there's also the other side of that where you're just like, I don't want to work because I'm, I'm, I'm just like afraid to do it or I'm overwhelmed with what I have to do. How do you manage and navigate through those moments? Oh my gosh, procrastination. So I, that is something I really struggle with because of my, I'm kind of OCD in that area. Like if I have something hanging over me, I will like, oh my gosh. So I would rather get it done early. Okay. So with me, so with people that I talk to with procrastination, I say, once you front load, like, so front load your schedule, right? Okay. Just let's say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, get all that work done. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you have Sunday, you have like a light load and you can relax. Like, so for me, I think that was helpful to some people, but you know, procrastination, I have to remind them that it does not get you to where you want to be. Where do you want to be? You have to remind yourself of where you want to be. Even if you have to write it down on the wall. And then if you really, really want to knock those things out front load so you can relax and you can give yourself a reward for getting those things done. Mm, I like that having that reward on the back end yeah the back end like hey take yourself out like I deserve to go out this weekend or you know celebrate with my friends so hey I got I knocked all the stuff out that I wanted to do on my planner so yeah that's great advice and I think rewards definitely motivate me I like to I like to if it's a dress or if it's a restaurant that I want to go to or something like I do old school like right when you were in kindergarten and the teacher would have like a board and you would get right. or check or something for every single day. <laughs> I literally right. do that for myself, but it's like on my phone. It's like an app that I use and you go in and check every single day. Oh, I love that. Being done. And well, then- I have to write it down like in my calendar. I'm so old school girl. I have to have it like written like dinosaur in age. Like I <laughs> <laughs> you have to write it down. But yes, I love that. Just checking off like on the list of everything you've done. Yeah. It's almost as gratifying as getting it done when you actually go in and like, if, if you're writing it, like crossing it yes. out or hitting the button and checking it, like, it's yes, fun. it's like done. Right. Like why have this over your head? And I'm like, oh no, I know I already have like a billion things to do. So I have to get this done. Wow. So it was a billion and one. More <laughs> right. Right. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, I'm exhausted. Like, no, right. you've been procrastinating and you had to do a thousand things. In things. <laughs> Why put yourself through that? Like, it's emotionally and mentally draining to procrastinate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So share with us how we can follow you. Um, I know you started a new room, a new club on Clubhouse. Yeah. Tell us about that and what we can expect and how we can connect with you. So it's called the Resilient Women and it's a great club. We're going to talk, we're going to share our testimonies on there. We're going to talk about things that we're going through. If you need advice from me or Sharice, we'll be there sometimes. <laughs> um, we'll be there to give you guys some great advice um, about how to heal, how to become resilient. And um, I sometimes will give a free book giveaway. So I hope you guys like join us on Resilient Women. And also you can follow me on educated underscore Lorene on Instagram, educated underscore Lorene. And I will give a book there. All right. Thank you so much for just sharing your insight and your time. Mm-hmm. Y'all make sure you hit Amazon and go check out her book and on Instagram as well. Thank you so much again for your time. And we're going to go ahead and close out our podcast for today. All right. Awesome. Have a great day. We're going to say our affirmations together. Oh, yeah. It is, okay. I am wanted. 
I am wanted. I am loved. I am loved. And I belong. And I belong, yes. All right, my beautiful sisters, that is it for the week. I'll see you guys back here soon. Bye.